0: Thanksgiving, St. Louis and the NFL settled for $790 million so that the lawsuit that St. Louis entities, the city, county, and uh, the the Sports Commission uh, had filed suit against the league, and so that wouldn't go to court St. Louis got $790 million. They have the money, but the league still hasn't decided who's going to wind up paying the bulk of that money. And there's a great piece about it right now at The Athletic. Daniel Kaplan wrote about it, our old friend, because we've covered a lot of the St. Louis uh, NFL stories over the years. Daniel joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing?
1: Good morning. I'm fine. How are you?
0: Everything's terrific. And so the NFL owners are going to meet on Thursday. Can you give us, just give us uh, an overview of what is going to happen specifically with the Kroenke situation? Where are they going here?
1: Sure. It's actually Tuesday here, here in New York um, where I'm based. Uh, they there is an uh, on the agenda uh, set for a vote is the proposal to fix the uh, who will pay for the seven hundred ninety million dollars cronky or uh, uh and his fellow owners I'm not quite clear what the proposal says, but the fact that it is on the agenda for a vote says at long last they've decided how they're going to fix this
0: and Daniel one of the things that we had heard throughout uh, the time leading up to the the settlement was that when Cronky made the deal with the NFL, with the stipulation that he would take the Chargers or the Raiders with him, he agreed to pay court costs. But apparently the indemnification agreement didn't stipulate any judgments or any uh, a- any further things beyond costs. How do you read that and how does the NFL and how does Cronky read costs rather than judgments or indemnifications, all the typical boilerplate that usually goes into a contract like this.
1: Right. Well, to back up, I mean, most owners have been under the impression that Kroenke had indemnified them against all legal costs or settlements, the lawsuits of this nature. Uh, At the last October meeting here in New York, he he showed up and suddenly said, it's only legal costs, not, not, not a settlement. And that caused a whole uproar. The, the commissioner appointed a committee to look into the matter. They discussed it at the annual meeting in March, uh, and it, it, it's been just a hornet's nest, so owner against owner. It's uh, been actually great, great, get-your-popcorn-type <laughs> <laughs> type theater. Um, but So it'll be fascinating to see it, as details start to leak out, and they certainly will by early next week, what exactly this, this proposal is. I imagine, uh, I imagine the, the other owners will be on the hook for some of it and they'll they'll try to mask what exactly they're doing by perhaps giving Cronky uh, uh, some time off of p- paying fees to the NFL and m- making his payment to the league to, that way, not not a direct payment.
0: Daniel, how does a, a situation like this impact owners and and maybe their relationships with one another? If if they were assuming that Kronky was going to pay this entire bill, and then all of a sudden they had to come out of their pockets, does that fracture uh, any relationships that they may have amongst each other or with Stan It
1: it de- it definitely has caused a lot of bitter feelings. If you if you remember back a year ago, the the news of Kronky's demand that he not pay the full amount. Came out in an extraordinary uh, blow-by-blow piece from the Seth Wickersham at ESPN. I mean, he had verbatim quotes from a, a, an inside meeting that only owners attended, and it wasn't just that the news got out, but it got out in that way. A lot of owners felt betrayed that somebody in their midst was was leaking that kind of information. Uh, so th- this has been this has been a very bitter b- bitter road for the owners to follow.
0: Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic with us on 101 ESPN. He writes Sports Business. I thought one of the interesting things in your piece at The Athletic, Daniel, was that Goodell had put together a five-owner ad hoc committee to make a recommendation on the issue. And to show how divisive this is, that committee basically no longer exists, right?
1: That's my understanding, uh, that they could not not resolve this situation. Uh, The resolution that the owners approved in December of 2021 of, for the $790 million settlement gave gave this, gave this the authority of the question of who would pay for it to the Finance Committee and to Goodell, Commissioner Goodell. Commissioner Goodell then switch, switched track and appointed this ad hoc committee, and this ad hoc committee could not come up with a solution. So and then there was a report last month from Pro Football Talk that Goodell was going to have a hearing on the matter, and now we've learned that I, I reported that they're going to vote, vote on something on Tuesday. So it's been a long road here. Back in
0: 1960, Wellington Mara, the Giants' owner, agreed to share national TV money with everybody rather than have what baseball and basketball and hockey have, have individual contracts. As we know, we had what was then termed League Think, and it was because of Wellington Mara. Daniel, I don't know that we could get any farther away with your reporting and then what ESPN reported this morning about Daniel Snyder. I don't know that league owners could be any further away from league think than they appear to be right now.
1: That's right. There's a lot lot of non-league think going on. Uh, That said, what Wellington Marrow did uh, set set the pathway for the economics of the current NFL, and you still have 70 to 80% of all revenue shared by uh, by by team, so that that's that's, a, that's far and away the most of any professional sports league. So there are structural uh, barriers in place to pre- to prevent people like Snyder and Cronkie from breaking away. But still, it, it is, it's, it's a bitter pill for the NFL that you have owners like Snyder and Kroenke doing these sorts of things.
0: Hey, Daniel, this owners' meeting is going to be, to say the least, pretty interesting. We have the, the comments that Daniel Snyder made about the information that he has on multiple owners and, and calling the NFL the mafia. How does this whole thing pan out with Snyder? Does he continue to be the owner of, of this Commander's franchise, or do the other owners find a way to to push him out?
1: I think that depends on the outcome of the Mary uh, jo, jo, uh, Mary White uh, investigation. She's investigating uh, the claims that Snyder harassed a, a female employee and that he he kept revenues back that he owed the NFL. Um, if either of those uh, allegations were found out to be true, I think that would end his tenure atop the Washington Commanders. But if he's not found culpable in, by, by that investigation, my, my guess is he'll hang on. I don't think the congressional report from the committee will have much bearing on, on his tenure. Uh, but I think the internal league investigation, if he's found culpable, that ends his tenure.
0: Daniel Kaplan, Kaplan, you always do great work at The Athletic, and it's really a compelling read. We hope everybody checks it out. Thanks so much for the time this morning. Good to hear your voice. And with as explosive as that meeting is going to be, hopefully we'll have you on again sooner rather than later.
1: Yes, uh, that'd
0: be great. All right, Daniel, thank you. Take care. That is uh, Daniel Kaplan from The Athletic on 101 ESPN.